Hi, welcome back to Rambles in Perspective, the podcast where slightly exchange people discuss random topics. Uh, everybody's in the studio. Our boys are also here. Yellow. It was good. A lot of food. Yeah. I was in like a food coma for like three days. What does COVID Chinese New Year look like compared to? Very virtual. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we had like um, a close family friend come over. So that was like four people that came over. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it was over video chat um, with family from Taiwan. How, how do they send the red envelopes? What oh, you just don't get it. Oh, heck! <laughs> <laughs> so you get from like your family, and I got from the family friend's family, yeah. and uh, vice versa. But I don't get from my yeah. family in Taiwan because, yeah, they'll show me the red envelope and be like, "This is yours," but <laughs> you don't get it. Yeah, you gotta show up to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and everybody else who was yeah. chill. Oh. Nice. Hot, semi-busy week. Yeah. Same. You guys about to release product? Hey, hey, why am I always the one that has to speak about that? Yo, go on, go on, tell, us about <laughs> tell us a little about it. Tell us a little about it. Give us the yeah, breakdown. Well, yeah, plug in. Go. Three, two, one. So, this week we'll be launching our first and new product as oddly designed. Um, it's a kiddies rocker. Very cute. For like three four plus uh, that's ages that didn't really make that clear all up to our age. <laughs> uh, goes all the way up to our age yeah you actually can everyone here has sat on it before <laughs> like and round <laughs> just so everyone is context it just for the tier um so it's not a discount because you know i don't believe in friends and family discounts because friends and family should be wanting to pay the full price but some of us this helped you with them that was an internship good one there. i didn't actually think about that, <laughs> that, that was good. on the toes right on the toes <laughs> oh, that. okay um uh, this week's topic yeah, it's your topic. So my, yeah, my topic. So this topic, basically, where this topic comes from is me and my you YouTube black hole syndrome. Let's call it that. And like I've always been interested in like like improving lifestyle and all of that jazz. Um, not that I'm any good at it because I can't keep any habits. Uh, but I came across. I don't even know where or what it was, but basically the video was talking about like how you can incorporate uh, design thinking into your daily life. And then also just like how to include design thinking to improve life or make better life decisions or whatever. So that's the topic for today. What do you guys think about the topic? What did you guys find? What are your thoughts? Have you guys done this before? Well, from my side, um, when I was in matric, which is like five, six years ago now, my mom signed me up to a design your life course. Um, so it's basically someone that takes you through like creating the life you want 
through design thinking, but it was more like career focused, um, which was super random because at the time I was going to be a student, I wasn't actually looking for a career. So I was kind of like in this class of like 10 other people who are really depressed about their jobs and they're all like looking for something new. And I was kind of sitting there like, oh, okay, like I don't know what to do. I think it was in the trick, but yeah. But basically like she was just asking people to like lay out all sorts of prototypes um, for their lives and like potential careers or like internships they could do to try and like see where they want to be. And we had to come up, I think, with like five of them. Obviously, I didn't really follow through on any of them because I was still a child. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. Wait up. Nothing. She's a child at heart. Feel like you're a child until you're like much older now. <laughs> um, did anyone find or anyone want to define what design thinking is as a process and yeah, like what right. we were taught? So I got, I got. Let me go find it quickly. I got the definition off of IDEO, the people best known for designing Apple's mouse. But basically, just rule design in every aspect nowadays. Uh, basically, this is from the EC of IDEO, Tom, Tom Brown. And he says, design thinking is a human-centered approach to innovation that draws from the designer's toolkit to interrogate the needs of people, the possibilities of technology, and the requirements for business, business success. Sorry. And then there's basically... Uh, four five steps of design thinking which everyone has like their own words for but basically is uh like immersing yourself in the environment and observing people uh to see like the way they live and things and then it's to take those observations and then create a uh uh design problem statement thing and then from there to start ideating and then from there start uh prototyping and then testing and then you just do that iteratively until you have a final solution product situation and yeah i just pulled that out of my butt so i hope it's right I have a question related to that. <laughs> yeah. You guys as like product designers and like product developers and stuff like that, do you think that always following that like sort of standardized process works? Yeah. Yes. Like every single product, every single item, every single piece of research, it has to follow that? Or is it like a spontaneous like, oh, maybe you'll discover this along the line, but you didn't go through all of the things before? Like... I'm just curious to see, like, from your guys' perspective, do you guys feel like you have to follow that procedure yeah. to be able to design something? Yeah, good. No, but um, the process is also made to be pretty flexible. So it depends on whatever product you're making. You can sort of use it however you need to, but mm. you always kind of follow that process. Yeah. The the design thinking, what do we call it? Steps. Let's call them steps. Uh, so broad but specific Ooh, i nearly said it the way Waylo says it specific <laughs> uh, so like it allows for room for like wiggle space but you basically stay within the like confines of the room as they say yeah 
Okay, so I think pretty much it, it you do follow the entire process, but the the thing is, for example, they they give this in a lot of the the articles that you might come across with design thinking, where they tell you your initial idea isn't always your your best one. They they don't tell you to rule it out. They don't tell you that it's a bad idea. There's no such thing as a bad idea. All your ideas are taken into account and are meant to just go through the process because, like over time. It's, it, you realize that maybe the idea that you had has some kind of flaws or potholes or they, they aren't, it's not a completely resolved idea. And that's why the process helps you to get through it, through it step by step to show you that this part of the idea might be feasible, whereas there are better solutions for it. And that's the whole idea of working, creating an idea, doing the yeah. ideation, prototyping, testing, and then taking it all the way back and saying there's other options for this as well. Yeah. All right. Um, I was just going to say, like, because I think from with Oddly, from that perspective, um, yeah. For example, the rocker was, <laughs> I did the sketch for the rocker the night before because my mother wanted me to design and make something for my niece's birthday party. Mm. And we basically had, what, two days yeah. <laughs> before. <laughs> so I did a sketch the night before. And I think that first rock we made, everything was cut by hand and put together. Um, I mean, we made mistakes. But the weirdest thing is that even though that rock was technically the prototype mm. and with these ones that we now made, there's a lot that we still didn't consider or figure out mm. um one was like our tolerances were not big enough i mean and then we underestimated the time finishing takes or if it's like yeah. a lot of the yeah. time we thought painting is a sketch the night before prototype and then assume this would just work in a product mm. um i think if we followed the process we would have been able to solve all those problems much sooner instead of mm. on the fly i'm not saying yeah. the product is not a good product it's a good product it's just we had to solve it on the fly yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i think like to like answer your question like directly it's that design thinking is more of like is more of like an umbrella and then with in design thinking, you have different processes that you can follow, whether that be human-centered design, discursive thinking, or critical thinking, speculative thinking, and all of those other like broader things. So like design thinking is like the overarching idea that you use within different processes of coming to a solution, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get, I get. But like, <laughs> um, do you not think that like that whole um, sort of jumping to, like you guys did with the rocker, kind of jumping to an end result, inverted commas for people who can't see, um, end result kind of helped the process because now it was, it became more of like a trial and error thing because you made a product and you saw how it could be fixed in person rather than visualizing it on paper. Can I answer that? Just like, uh, yeah. answer it, just <laughs> sorry. But I, I think it's not that they jumped to like, well, I don't know what, but I don't think they jumped to a final product. They still technically followed the uh, process whereby they were given a problem by his mom. And then he uh, came up with, um, how do you say, 
different ideation situation. And then from the ideation, he went into prototyping, which was the first thing he made. And now they are in that. They went Just, to this. No, no, the iterative Yeah, they were like, okay, this is not going to work. What do we do next? This is not going to work. What do we do next? And then from there, they move to what they now think is a final thing. But technically, it's still not done. They're still within that iterative circle where they're going to be going back and back and back until they refine it. So technically, yeah. they okay. still follow the process. It just seems yes. shorter. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Okay. When we reach the end phrase, it will be more, how do you say, manufacturable? So like the process of making it will speed up and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so with that, I think it the idea behind this entire process also is to is to get the product to constantly be evolving and changing. So yes, inevitably you might feel like yes, this is a final product, it's done, it's it's ready for manufacture or but the amount of times that you keep on going through these iterative steps from understanding what your problems are and how you need to have other variants or options and then rebuilding it from scratch again or rebuilding it partially the number of times you go through this entire process that's what the 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 process is there for is to get you to think of everything so that you don't end up with a product at the end that's not fully considered basically because these steps are more of a guideline so to, to get you to think a certain way rather than uh end up with a product that's not fully thought out so, okay, so I take it from your question that you think it should be a different way. I mean, I'm not saying that you are saying that, but that's what I get from the question, Trishan. So what what, what do you like? What's your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Where are you coming from? So like, I kind of understand like the process of like designing things. I, I get where you guys are coming from now. Like I see it now. Um, In my brain, it didn't quite, for some reason, it didn't quite like work that way. Because um, I feel like every design field, when you're going to university or you're going to a certificate course or whatever, they always teach you like the design process, the kind of like how to design in a way. Um, you're taught like a process and it's not kind of like based on your intuition. And I, I just feel like, I don't know, sometimes for people, like for in inventors, for, for instance, they might see a problem and they're like, I need a solution. But they might not go through all of that, like, okay, research, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just like, I need a solution for this. Or sometimes it's an accident, and it will happen, and then it's like a thing, you know? Yeah. So okay. I kind of looked into... Yeah, uh, go, go, go. No, no, go. So I, I kind of looked into, like, design for daily lives, and it's kind of ironic, I feel like, that designers spend so much time and so much effort and so much research to design something that we feel like, well, a lot of people feel like it's common sense or it's integrated into our daily lives so much that it becomes like unseen, if that makes sense. So like for instance, a doorknob. That was just a off the top of my head example, a doorknob. The design that goes into a doorknob is so much. The math that goes into it, the technicalities, the turning, the twisting. We have to design all of that. We have to think about all of that. We have to think about how the hand works with the handle and all of that stuff. But to a normal person, they're like, oh, the door needs a door handle. Like, what's so difficult about that? You know, like, for us, we we kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like designers have to go through so much and think about so much 
to make it a daily life thing where it's like it sounds simple but like it might be like a six month one year thing for like a to a normal person yeah yeah i think to like answer your sorry since just i was just interrupted her that's so i'm gonna go now and then you can go after me but the like to answer the like the first half of what you said which was like what happens about the like the accident solution or whatever they call it like the post-it notes where that was supposed to be like a super the strong note, yeah. but then it ended up being like this like sticky thing but it like it doesn't leave a residue or whatever and that was like an accident i think that those processes or like you said like the inventor who gets a problem and is like this is the solution or whatever the case may be is i think those people still follow the design thinking process like even if you think you're not following it technically you are okay. so like with the um it's like the post-it notes on there we go that was they were in the iterative phase and they were going through trying to make this glue super strong and then ended up making something else through that iterative process which was trying to prototype test prototype test prototype test they were already done their research based off of this like super glue type thing and then through the iterative process found this different solution and i think that's what design thinking is yeah, so I also think, like, as a designer, the, the way, for example, you mentioned the doorknob, <laughs> let, let's go with that. Um, in, in, in our day and age, you think about a doorknob, you think of, there, there's various options. You can go from your general circular doorknobs to your L-shape to uh, a linear one to something that doesn't necessarily even have a doorknob, but it becomes a sensor. So those ideas are something that are fabricated from different viewpoints for example so the person that needed a door to open without being able to use their hands for example it was it was a, a justification to a need that somebody had if everybody had hands to open the door nobody would need a sensor to open the door for them if everybody had the the strength and the grip to hold a, a circular doorknob for example it it would just it would be that simple but the fact of the matter is there's there's certain needs for different individuals and this is why we have to go through the process of designing different things for uh, specialized scenarios and if it just so happens to be convenient for everyone well that's a benefit yeah go Elo. Elo. um so i can't remember the first part but the second part is in terms of where you think that designers make, oh wait, now I remember, sorry. <laughs> so with the posted notes, like how was says that they were making something and then they came up with this other product that can be sold. It doesn't just go straight into the market. There's still a process of seeing where it can apply and where it can't. And that's using also the design thinking process to find out who needs it and where it can be used. And yeah. then the second part is we as designers have experience from previous previous designs, which plays into the whole you the design process isn't like a short period. So your experiences from another product 
could help you with this product, which means that process technically continues through to this product in that sense. Um, so my question for Shishan is for you guys, what does your design process look like? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I see you eating. <laughs> sorry, and I'm eating something so sticky. Um, my, um, I guess it's kind of similar. Um, it's just that for us, it's, it stops a lot earlier than you guys. Um, so you guys are product design, industrial design, I'm interior design. With you guys, I think this is what I also struggled with in Varsity was I can never see an end product. Even though it's an end product, not necessarily a final, it's kind of like an end product where you stop designing to a certain point. I could never see that because my, my design requires an actual space to be built. And I can't just like stage a space, you know, for my final project. Um, whereas like you guys can prototype and stuff like that. So design process in the beginning is kind of the same where you kind of identify a problem, you do research on the problem and see like based on previous case studies on like how people solved similar issues or solved similar problems and how they went about it. And you kind of like develop your own thing. Um, you kind of pitch a design, go back to the drawing board, pitch a design, go back to the drawing board kind of thing. But I think the difference was the difference is that you guys can prototype and you guys can kind of prototype, get user feedback and test with actual users and stuff, whereas we can't. Unless you are given a space to stage and be like, oh, this isn't working. Let's go back to the drawing board and redo it, you know? So kind of like for us, we a lot of it isn't us anymore. A lot of us a lot a lot of it isn't the designer anymore. A lot of it is the the client, the customer, the person who's living in the space. Or the yeah, the brief. A lot of it goes back to the brief and not you as a designer and how you would solve the problem anymore. Because it's a with a space, it's about making a space that fits them. It's not making a product that fits the general population of human beings, you know. So the process is kind of the same in the beginning, but changes in the end, I feel like. Okay, but this so the process itself is meant to be uh, a human-centered process, and what you explained was that you have to design a space for a specific individual or a household. So don't you then? I don't know. It, it, it's 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but you go through the process with them, asking them. Let's say this is the kind of space you want. This is maybe like your living area. This then it's defined as your living space. And from there, you go and say, okay, what do you need in this space? Do you need a dining table? Do you need eight seats, 10 seats? Do you need lighting? Uh, for example, like the basics, if that just so happens to be, then you give them options of what kind of furniture or interior that they'd like. And if they approve or they, they kind of like what you show them as a concept or prototype in a way, then they go forward with it. So to a certain extent, I think that process does still follow through. It's just you have to see from a different perspective almost. Or what you do in that step is determined by what you are actually positioning it for. I think with interior design, a lot of it, sorry, 
no, no. Um, can uh, Velo go and then you can you can yeah, answer yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so in terms of when you say the word space and stuff i kind of think of um so i'm gonna reference something the movie that was about the founder of mcdonald's yeah they, it was called the founder the founder they when they were de- describing how they worked out the pattern with how the burgers are being made yeah, they uh, they went to assembly a tennis, process. Yeah, yeah, they went to a tennis court and it threw it out on the floor, and then they worked off that kind of thing. Are you talking like that? You don't have that, or because they didn't have like a physical products like table and stuff. They just had it thrown on the so, floor. So sorry to interject. Yeah. Um, what you're talking about is not something many interior designers do. Um, there's a specific career path. I think they also start interior design, I'm not sure, but they're called workspace designers. So it's like space uh, planning. Yeah, so they basically, like, even big factories will use them where they come in and they, like, tell you where to put the machines, where best the assembly line should start oh, okay. and end. Um, it's like a different field. It's just, it's similar to there's interior, but it's just like a different field. 300-page document uh, on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, what I was going to say, Shushen, <laughs> I think is interior design does follow the design process. I think what's happened is for us, it's easier to define what we are and what we do and how we follow the process. Because at the end, there's this outcome and we call that outcome a product. I think for interior design, your, your space, once you've completed the space, that is the product. That is what you sell in. And I think if you look at it that way, where instead of you look at it, oh, I'm just creating an interior for this person who wants this, this. At the end of the day, as a dustbin designer, I can create custom furniture for someone who wants this, this, but it's still a product. I think if you define a space as a product, it will come to the same ending or conclusion, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think like... And like this, I think we can segue into what this topic actually was. But um, like, I think these words are like very specific to industrial design because it was made by an industrial design organization who defined what design thinking was and made the process. And that's why they have words like ideation, prototyping, Prototyping. development, and and all of that other words, which... A lot of other fields also have, but they have like different meanings or they are different things. Yeah. So I think it's like, what what do you think best fits in that field that could do something similar? And that's what I was thinking for this topic was how do you bring that into your daily life? As in like, how do you use the design process to pick a career path? How do you use the design process to pick the fridge in your kitchen like how do you use design process the design thinking thing to go about your day yeah to go about your day to like maybe like maybe you're someone who like hyper schedulizes their day like yeah you thought about maybe oh i'm actually using design thinking to create the schedule like that's what i was thinking for this topic not necessarily like product related or yeah 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 and i think that would help you shushen with like understanding the design thinking thing and seeing that you actually do use it in your like work uh, field or whatever you want to call it. I think maybe, I don't know, to put it in a, I guess, a different way, I do get like kind of it's a perspective thing. Um, 
I might not feel like I follow the standard procedure, but subconsciously I may be following the procedure because it's kind of like same set, you know. Um, but I feel like I lost my train of thought. Um, maybe it's the same process, but it's named different in different areas. Because like you guys name a prototype, so we might name it something else. Or like, mm. you know, I, I, yeah, I just, it's. I think swap the term prototype for something like final space. And that makes no sense. At, yeah, we like, call it prototype, but for us, the prototype to a point sometimes is that final product. Basically, no, I, a prototype I, is like your like cheapest entry level. Like you're not even like thinking about like end result. You're just like trying to like hash out like a, a prototype could be like a quick doodle sketch that you do of like a space. Like a prototype could be like just like a cardboard mockup of the space. A cardboard mockup thing. Like yeah, you guys do those like mini model things. That could be a prototype. Yeah, or even like Waylo said, drawing on the floor and looking at the space visually using yeah. chalk. Like a prototype yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be like a physical thing. It could just, it's like an initial thought to like encompass everything that you've done prior to that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sanjeev? So based on what I've seen of the of the work that you've done also, I think the closest thing to a possible prototype that I could relate it to would maybe be your, your concept pages of the space where you have, let's say, a, a basic layout in the corner and you say, okay, in, the, in, this, in this room, for example, I'm going to have this kind of a theme, this kind of a, a color tone or, and this kind of furniture, for example. Or, or suggestions of what kind of a space it's gonna end up turning out. I think, as a from a prototype perspective, that gives more of an inclination as to what the space might be. Similarly to when we prototype something, it gives us the inclination of, let's say, the feel of the product, the functionality, the, the ergonomics. It it gives you just a better understanding of certain aspects. It doesn't have to give everything. But it's certain aspects, and I think from what I know, uh, that's that's more along the lines of what might constitute as a prototype. Okay. But also, um, do you guys not use like rendering programs to see? You know what's really funny, actually. I don't know if it happens to you guys, but. No matter how many floor plans you draw and how many how much tape you put on the floor and how much renders you do and how many mockups you make and stuff, sometimes clients just don't understand what's going on in your brain. I don't know. If, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it happens to you guys. So it's kind of like it, the I feel like the process changes because you're trying to follow something that's like okay now at this stage I need to prototype or no, but that, that's the thing though it's not it's not a rigid process i think you you're looking at it like this is step one and then from step one i mean you move to step two and then from step two to the next step that's like that's not design think, thinking it's not as linear as that it's, i it's, think sorry it's i think shushane is one of those people who's very if you're gonna give me a process i'm gonna go one two three four <laughs> yeah it's not like a, it's not a recipe Five, three, two. <laughs> I think you're thinking of it like, like a cookbook and that you're following that, right? This is more like if you've watched MasterChef and they give you the like um 
mystery box challenge. Everyone gets the same ingredients, but what they come out is like completely different. I think that's what design thinking is, and that's what the design thinking process is. Is there no, like a little bit more room to do whatever the heck you want? But this is more or less what everyone goes through. And I'm like 200% sure that the way you're designing now is through the design, pro- uh, design thinking process, even if you don't think it is. I think to, to explain this like a little more accurately, to use your MasterChef analogy, it's like getting that mystery box, starting with your, your meal, and an hour in, they tell you, okay, change spaces. So now you're taking over from somebody else's meal, somebody else's box, somebody else's prep, and you have to come up with something completely new. It's it's yeah. not it's it's not a okay, I've done the work for this and so now I'm gonna end up with something. It's I've done the work, I've have an idea, but now everything can go that's up and we're back to square one. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 and a little more open. Make the best <laughs> of a like, bad situation. I guess I'm just a really shit designer. Human being like your mind thinks in very like I'm gonna follow you know, the timeline. I yeah. I am that person that hyper schedulizes my life. Like yeah, you see, <laughs> <laughs> not like legit. Like if I don't make the list, I go nuts. So like with the hyper scheduling thing, because I like I was watching a video about it. It's like. They also do the like thing where they like you like how do you say you're like write down all your tasks or whatever the heck it is, and then from there you like sort out okay this is gonna go on this day that's gonna go on that day this hour that hour this minute that minute the second that second. Can make that bad Yeah, yeah, but yeah. and that's basically this this process because if we if we break it down, right? So the first step is observing your environment that's what you're doing by making those lists of things that you need to be doing and then from that first step you go to the second step which is um making the problem statement thing which is i need to create a schedule and then from that you go into ideation and that's you figuring out things around yeah like what's the best way of like flipping doing the shit and then from there you go into your testing and prototyping phase. And those are kind of like in like the same bracket. By making that schedule and like going through it, for the first week, you're like, ah, oh, shit, okay, I can actually move Jim to this day. It makes more sense than to have it on this day. And then you're like, how uh, do you say, updating the schedule through prototyping. And prototyping in that instance is you... Um, going about your day. Yeah, going about your day. Actually, like doing the the schedule as you initially thought you would be able to do it. That's what prototyping would be in that instance. And then from there, you're like, okay, this is like, you've done it for like two months now, or I don't know how long schedules last. And then you're like, damn, okay, this, this schedule is bomb F. I am flipping productive. I am doing all the shit I need to be doing. I'm sleeping 18 hours a day. And uh, yeah. And then that's your like final product. And then six months down the line, like Sanjib says, they change your like scenario or whatever. And you realize, oh shit, I don't have enough time to poop or whatever. And then you like back in that iterative stage and prototyping again. And then like, it's a never ending cycle. First of all, thanks for explaining it like that. My brain understands that. <laughs> cool. 
Um, I think maybe I'm seeing it as like this, whereas like everyone's seeing it as like the whole picture. Mm. That's why it's not making sense to me, if that makes sense. Because you guys are like, okay, it's more flexible and this is kind of the guideline, but mm. I'm seeing it as like this thing. It's not, because I'm, I'm still in the one phase. Whereas like mm. you guys are looking at like four, five, yes. six phases. Yes. I'm like, I'm still in phase two. I don't see phase five and phase six. Mm. Yeah. So I don't it's feel gonna... like I'm following the process because I'm still, I don't know, maybe that's kind mm. of. And that's, and that's what happens with the, what you were saying with the like scientists, like <laughs> kind of like knowing the solution. And that's again, like you thinking that the scientist was only in that phase where if you go to what Wello was saying is, projects prior to that helped get to that solution or experiences prior to that helped get to that solution just like a big it's a big it's a much bigger bigger picture flipping matrix government is listening to us conspiracy theory shit (laughs) 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 Um, i I guess it's a good all up for that it's like it's all just a bigger picture thing and you don't always see where you meant to go or where you meant to end up or where you came from you you don't realize it until you end up with something a little more concrete go well um just a, a question about interior design you guys do material boards right sample board yeah yeah yeah, yeah like board. like you show them it yeah yeah so what is that is that like mock-ups or prototypes or i think so that's, that's, that's kind of, of there we go. To, it's kind of to convince the client in a way um because like i said clients don't see things the clients don't understand what's going in your brain um yeah. so sometimes, sometimes you have to even if you draw renders mock-ups and you build models and stuff they're still going to be like but what's that but what's that? But what's mm, that? Yeah. And you kind of need to convince them with real life things because that's what they know. So, so um, that exactly that, so, that you're explaining yeah. is a prototype. That's what a prototype is. It's your like lowest entry to explain something to someone that doesn't know what they're looking at. So like if you look at the, um, what, did, what did I say at the beginning? The mouse that IDEO designed. It, when they made a prototype, the first mouse was basically a butter a a butter container that they put like butter like the glass thing with a ball um a deodorant ball rubber band to the bottom and they were just letting people use that on the desk to like see if that is what people would like and that's like super low quality to try and convey what they had in their minds to someone else and that's basically what a prototype is yeah go right Oh no, it's fine. You covered it. <laughs> Sorry. It is on point today. So anyone have ideas on where else we can apply this design process to in your lives? So I have a like starting work. The first day I would sus- like I'll do research on like Google Maps which road to take based on the time that I need to get there. And then the first day I would leave a bit earlier just to make sure I do get on time, even no matter what route I take. And then by the third or fourth day, I have a route going home and a route going to work. And then that's the same thing. And then I have alternative routes in case there's something. So like I used, I realized I used the design process to get my routes to work. Yeah. Damn. That's wild. (laughs) 
Waylo doesn't like traffic. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, I've seen him sit out in my driveway on Google Maps trying to figure out how to get home, even though from my house to his house is the exact same route. <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't like Just traffic. Just make sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you, okay, I have a question. Do you guys, like, okay, so Waylo says that he, like, that does it with, the, like, a road thing. Do you guys think that you guys do use it? Like, whether it be, like, how do you say, subliminally or intentionally or whatever? Uh, do you guys think you guys use it? So, so, do stuff? Okay, this might not necessarily be for stuff, but, I, like, I was thinking of this as, as like, a, a much broader context of, like, life, our, our lives itself. So, where we start off as, you know, we, we basically put into the cycle of you, you're born, you... And you start off with your preschool, your primary school, high school, and at that point you have to kind of choose. You choose either to further your education or you choose to give yourself skills that will then determine what you're going to sort of follow and do for the rest of your life. Uh, from there, you you have to kind of choose your job almost, or you have to find a job in essence. And when it comes to that, then you have to almost start this entire cycle again because you have this job in order to have a relationship, uh, buy a vehicle, build a, get a house or whatever it is. You, you're almost taking this entire process and doing it to every stage of your life so that you can adapt it to what you need in that certain time or period. I think as a broader aspect, I think that's what happens or that's what we do. We just... Like, like like with Shishin, where, we, where she doesn't see it for that long-term period, most of us don't necessarily see it because it's so different for a lot of people. Where mm-hmm. some people at That's 25, so they... Fun. Yeah, where some people at 25, they done with their education, got their perfect job, married, and have a kid on the way, for example. Where somebody at 35, 40 is only deciding, okay, I've only met somebody now, but I still would like to have a kid buy a house. And so it, it's also a matter of uh, depending on the person and where they are, they follow a different sequence of steps, but they still the same steps in a way, almost. I think adding on to what essence, you... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, and in essence, it, that cycle starts over again because once that person has that kid, that kid goes through the same process. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're right. I was going to say, adding on to what you were saying, I think, so I don't know um, how many of you guys went through this, but I know it was a common thing in high school when you were asked that question, what's your plan for the future? What do you want to be? And I think, I think majority of people in my high school, my grade at that time would say they didn't have a plan. You know, their their most biggest plan at that point is pass matric, going to university. Didn't know what they were going to study. Didn't know where they saw themselves in 10 years. Um, I mean, yeah, I wasn't one of those because, you know, Ryan. Oh, please, bro. You studied business and then went into design. No, but my, my plan was always to be an uh, automotive yeah. designer. That's I always know, been my... Since grade four, I'm so... pulling your leg, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think in that case, it's something that I think can be taught to high school students, especially when thinking about your future or your life where you want to be. If, if you teach them the design process in thinking about that kind of future type thing where 
they have to sit there and let's say they start at the research phase. So they research every possible degree or career path. Ideation, they start to pick um, the paths that most um, interest them. So they make a long list. They then go into the development phase because now they have the list. They research those each path more in depth. They look mm. at um, what's required, salary, whatever else. Development, they take that list, take it down. And then by the time they get to that prototype phase, the final phase, they can have like three choices or three options. So then they know when they're applying to university, I'm applying for a degree in this, or maybe I don't want to go to university because maybe studying is not my thing. So I want to go become a person who works more with my hands or, you know, whatever else is out there. Mm -hmm. So I think that could be a good case to help students in high school to like figure out their lives. I think that the prototyping part could also be um, work experience. So doing all of that so that you know what kind of jobs you want to go to. Because I think so many people kind of just pick things that their parents can find for them to go check out or it's not really something they're fully committed to, but they're like, I have to do this for Allo, so let me just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So adding on to what Ryan and Allo said is um, in the Design Your Life course that I participated in, um, they had like this little activity that you could do. I did attach the like document in this chat. Um, But basically it was like you test and prototype different things. Um, So let's say it's like going to an art class or if it's shadowing someone in business or stuff like that. And then you rate it like on how well you engaged with it and then how much energy you felt it took from you. So if it took like a lot of energy, then you know that maybe that's like not going to work out because you didn't enjoy it as much and like um you're not willing to like put all that effort in um so it was kind of like to find the balance on like where you engaged and you enjoyed it and it also didn't like drain you that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. but to be honest i don't think it should even be a course that you're paying for i think in high school there should be something that i think like in grade 11 they do with you or you encourage to do this I think I think the whole LO class should just be a design thinking class, bro. There's right. a lot of things that happen yeah. should be LO class that they don't even think. Yeah, yeah. LO is just a useless, bro. Need to be my emotions. <laughs> Teachers are good taxes, you know, like. Bro, I don't know those things. You don't need to take accounting and get thirty-five percent, and then have to drop it in grade nine just to know how to do taxes. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of emotion backed in your comment there. Also, <laughs> I, I feel bad for you guys because, unfortunately, accounting does not teach how to do taxes. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I failed accounting. <laughs> well, well, it wasn't accounting. What is it? The, the overall... Yeah, 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 I know what you're doing, yeah. Uh, EMS. Yeah. EMS, yeah. 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 Worst subject ever. All I'm saying, I'm getting flashbacks. No, actually, I'm not. Like, like ledgers see? and things. Oh, I kind of want to... Just on that, like, like I understand what, what you guys are saying, where it would help immensely with people if you, if you guide them from a young age. But at the same time, the amount of stress that you give... Uh, children in schools or the amount of pressure you put on them in schools, how do you expect them to make this lifelong decision? Yes, you give them a process to help them through it 
and and kind of determine what they might like and what not might not like but at the same time that's a lot of pressure a lot of people don't necessarily always know what they want to do or what they like also they're still going through that phase of getting their education learning about things uh get, getting life experiences mm-hmm. and only after that do they actually learn and know about what they like like and for us for example a lot of us that went into university or have been in university didn't know or or, or didn't necessarily go through university enjoying what we did and then started something else i think deo for us would be a good example he went through architecture studies degree got qualified and realized maybe this isn't something i want to do and then started yeah, over again. back in architecture because he left architecture yeah, came into industrial design because uh, <laughs> no 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 he said like he, what he assumed industrial design was going to be was something different architecture more creative to a point where it's more relaxing but he said the intensity in industrial design compared to architecture was way more so that's why he left um but sorry lolo <laughs> um but i think that's also why gap year should be way more emphasized and supported um because i was 100% one of those people that did not know what i wanted to do so i fought with my parents to take a gap year did it and then like learned about industrial design but if i'd never l- taken a gap year i don't even know if i'd ever learned about industrial design and this whole time like i knew i wanted to do a design degree but i didn't know what it was and then i found industrial design on like a random train ride with my sister and it was just like a oh, cool this is it yeah but but yeah. that's kind of my point you were you were mature enough at that point yeah. in your life to say you know what i i'm open to these options or i'm able to go and view for myself what these options are and what i like yeah in, but i in think school yeah. people don't have that there's a lot I more think... like peer pressure in schools go right yeah no oh shit Give me a sec, sorry. Well, we we hear you, so. Nah, internet does jump in weird. Um, I think I get where you're coming from, and this whole thing of let's not put pressure on kids. Um, but I think what happens, lands up happening, is one universities become crowded because everyone's instinct and everyone's panic once high school's done is let me go get a degree because that's what I've been told since grade eight. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to study. And what ends up happening is you just apply for any degree that you think slightly interests you. A year, six months in, you drop out because this is not for you. What that does is there's someone whose place you took, who wanted to do that, who knew they wanted to do that. That person got rejected. That person most likely is now sitting either in a forced gap year or studying something they don't want to be in. And then it just creates the cycle of people being in things they don't want to be in. And then universities are overcrowded. At the end of the day, universities are businesses. So they don't really care if for the overcrowding, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's why I think if you sort this out in high school, I'm not saying like have your set career path. I'm saying have three options, right? Mm-hmm. At the end yeah, of the I'm day, not- why does a university application in South Africa, for example, ask you for three options? What's the point of that if they're going to take, you're going to only do the one option? Let those three options, let them be accepted. Within that first year, within your first year, if you're not feeling this option, 
they can easily put you in the second option or the third option, right? I'm not, so that's what I'm basically saying. I'm not saying like your life is this, but I'm saying have a better idea of where you want to be because at the end of the day, overcrowding is not nice and not having street sweepers or other people who work with their hands in the future is not going to be a good future. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get you. I do understand that. But even, even having said that, the problem still lies where, yes, they, they go through the process and they, they need to get a better grasp of where they want to end up. But the fact of the matter is that when they might go into university thinking they want to do something and flunk out six months later, that, that's that in essence is part of the process that we've been talking about it's them kind of testing whether or not they they fit that career path or that 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 journey or if they would need to change so by kind of removing that also it becomes problematic because you might not necessarily think you adapted to those course but how you go into it for six months and you're like you know what actually this is something i enjoy yeah so it can work the other way as well, where people that might not necessarily know and want to do it excel at it more than those that think they are capable of doing it. Yeah, Shushan. Um, I agree with Niv. Um, sometimes people need to go through that trial and error. Process. I know people have gone maybe four, or five courses half halfway, and they're like, "I, I just, I thought I liked it, and I thought this is what I wanted to do." And- they just, it just really wasn't what they expected. Kind of like when a lot of people go into um, design, they think it's like animation, but it's <laughs> not animation. I know a lot of people that went into multimedia design thought that was animation, but it was kind of like, I feel like it's important, like Cindy said, to for people to go through that process and kind of figure out what they want and stuff like that. But at the same time, I feel like universities and schools should adapt to allow us to do that. So. What from I heard from one of my lecturers, she was also a FADA graduate. A long, long time ago, FADA used to do this thing. FADA is Faculty of Arts, Design, and Architecture, for the people who don't know. Um, they used to make all the design students do the same first year. Like, everyone did the same first year, and you kind of figure out from there. Like, maybe I went into interior design, but halfway down the line, I'm like, maybe I'm more interested in jewelry design or um, industrial design, you know, kind of thing. But everyone kind of does the same thing in the first year and learns about the same things in the first year. And you're not kind of put into a block from day one kind of thing. I think universities should, both universities and high schools should actually bring, I guess, systems and processes like that back to allow for that trial and error figuring out phase. Isn't that kind of how, I'm so sorry, Wella, but um, isn't that kind of how the U.S. does their um, university, system. yeah, their college system, that for the first few years, everybody's kind of doing a basic sort of same thing. And then after that, you pick what it is you're going to go into specifically. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's also not necessarily true because now they have that, that entire whole STEAM school system. So... In primary school now, basically, they're training these kids to become more math, science, and technology inclined rather than allowing them to go through their schooling career like the general populace and then decide when they get to a little older 
uh, what they want, what they actually want to do. They're training kids from such a young age to say, you have to go and do this. Or this is what we've educated you for, making them think that they need to end up somewhere like that. Well, um, so just going back a bit, uh, what Sanjeev and Shushan said about um, having go through that experience. But what I understand Ryan saying is they still should go through that experience. But instead of having a hundred decision or places, careers to go into, they bring it down. It's like the ice cream theory, which is if you have people, it's a study they did on for psychology where people were more happy having vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry to pick between than from a variety of different, like, like how, yeah, yeah, you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So that Ryan says they should go through the experience that you say, yeah, but limit it so that they're not so stressed out. Yeah, I think if there's a lot more information on courses and you've done that research personally, and like Lolo said, even doing job shadowing, like in high school already, like yeah, maybe make a holiday or grade eleven, a couple of months of grade eleven is going off and actually doing proper job shadowing, not like how we did. I know we do do it technically, but I'm talking job shadowing, but you go to three different or five different workplaces and you shadow there. Or even Mm -hmm. like other thing Lolo said is having that gap here. We don't all need to go into university straight away. No, technically no one needs to go into university straight away. Have a year. (laughs) Like, I think just chill. (laughs) (laughs) Figure out your life. You just come from 12 years of someone standing in front of you, throwing books at you, you know, just read, 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 study, study, study. I mean, you need to (laughs) figure out your life. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But I think it's also like, we need to also somehow like normalize that if you pick something, like let's say it's design or engineering, that's like the thing you want to do. I think we also need to normalize the fact that when you leave university or you leave or whatever with the like set of skills that that's not like defining you that like you're an engineer now you still have the ability to take those skills that you've learned in that course and use it somewhere else yeah like 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 we're saying now with the like design thinking as a designer like are you able to use this thinking in in a different um Format. say field or whatever yeah if you're talking about like career it's like self so like am i able to use design thinking in business for finance yeah or am i able to use my like math skills that i learned in civil engineering to like, and, like apply it to like yeah art. or something yeah or art like yeah like i think we have the like issue where a lot of people think that they're kind of in this like straight line where um like you said go to high school go to university and then whatever degree i get defines the career that i'm gonna go into yeah i think we need need like normalize the fact that those skills are just skills they they don't fall within like a certain bracket and you need to go into like a certain thing after that you kind of have more options than what you think yeah well um so two things with ryan's thing when I started, I had to repeat a year. What my principal told me is, you have like 70 years of your life. What is one extra year? Just not like one extra year. It's not going to make a difference compared to the rest of your life kind of thing. Yeah. So you can't take that cap gear. And then with what Wazira was saying, you see 
when we were studying, we saw like architects were designing cutlery. That yeah. was because they were just using the same process. Not very good at <laughs> but they were using the same process. Like people that studied one thing yeah. were making other stuff because they were just a- applying yeah. the process. Yeah, I do think sometimes in design, sorry, I can't speak about industries, we very, oh, you studied this, you're doing this. Because I was saying to Lolo the other day is, because um, there's a product designer slash UX, UI designer. And a UX designer is a user experience designer. So he studies users and he designs for the experience. Right. What am I? What did I study? I basically studied the same thing. Why can't I, with an industrial design degree, get a job as a UX designer? Mm, mm. Why is it that you have to have the multimedia degree or whatever other degree when I've done the exact same thing to a point where I've maybe done it more in depth than you because I... You know, I don't know. I'm not going to, okay, let me not get bougie about design. Sorry. <laughs> but I wonder if that's just in South Africa, because um, I know one girl that I saw the other day on LinkedIn. So she studied in Germany, one of the girls, and now she's doing UI UX design, but she kind of moved straight from doing industrial design into UI UX. So it's not like she necessarily did a short course. Yeah. yeah. So I think to like answer your question, I agree with you. I think it is like a South African thing. Yeah. Or me personally, that's my like understanding of this whole situation. Because it like I said, it happens in other courses as well. Where like people feel precious about what they studied and then that's what they're gonna go work. Like I'm an interior designer, I'm gonna become an interior designer when I do. I am a I don't know, doc oh yeah, doctor doctor, that makes sense. But like <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I mean okay maybe it doesn't maybe the yeah, doctor wants to bias. yeah it doesn't maybe it wants to, okay i guess it's open to everyone but like, in, in 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 i think in south africa specifically is a lot of people think they need to stay in their lane when it comes to mm-hmm. these types of things because like that's how we deal with most of us like problems yeah. and situations in south africa is like you kind of like someone's getting marked that's their problem it's not your issue yeah <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you because I, I don't know if you guys have come across it, but I've gotten the question a lot of the time when I explain to people what industrial design is, I'll be like, oh, okay, so what do you become? Like, yeah, what exactly, is it that you do? Exactly, exactly. And it's so like, I, I can literally become anything. Like, I can spread off into anything. <laughs> and like, when I, yeah. when I explained it to my father and them, they were like so amazed that you could do anything kind yeah. of thing. And I think, like, <laughs> I think <laughs> unlike Europe, I think South Africa has a very, sorry, Sanjay, yeah? Sorry, I, I think uh, based on what everyone said also, it's it needs to be maybe reinterpreted rather than a, a career and what we've chosen to do. And people need to understand it's, a, it's more of a method of thinking. Because what we, the way that we think and the way that we go about uh, creating solutions and go about solving a problem, whether it be for an actual product or any other thing that, that we face in daily life, it's not necessarily going to be the same thing that somebody else comes up with. Just it's, it's our method of thinking and how we get to our solution that should be what we valued for because of our, our holistically we, we try and achieve that goal also. And I think yeah. that's what's more important. And from a UX and UI perspective, it, it's it's frustrating because 
we have all this knowledge and we've we literally studied all this shit <laughs> yeah we've been through it I mean, all. We, a lot. <laughs> we understand it all but the problem is people that are hiring and people that are employing and businesses they the ones that don't understand what yeah, they're looking true. for what they actually need and this is why uh it, there's such a miscommunication between that those two fields where UX and UI are integrated into one and fall under that web-based category, whereas it's two separate things that need to be seen as such. Mm. Yeah, Wayla? Yeah, like I was applying somewhere and it says product design on the link. Yeah. And we technically have an industrial design qualification, but it's the exact same thing. And I got the email back saying that, please don't apply to something that you're not qualified for. Jeez, okay. Wow. That's weird. Oh, that's a good <laughs> Who is this company? Yeah. No, it's okay, Wello, you don't need them. <laughs> we'll speak after this, bro. Yo. <laughs> that's harsh. That is, that's <laughs> rude. But that, that's exactly it. It's like, some, like, that, elitist shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem in South Africa. We don't understand, for example, what industrial design is. So you just have an assumption. Um... Whereas you don't realize, I think it's a lot of the time like HR managers, whoever does the hiring in big companies, they don't actually understand the degrees they're hiring for. So why are you doing the hiring? Yeah. Like, why aren't you like understanding that a user, um, a, UA, a UX designer and an industrial designer can basically do the same thing? Yeah. Shushan? I think also this might happen. Um, I could be wrong. I'm so sorry if I offend anyone. I think it also could be a thing because industrial design, industrial design is still, it's a new, it's like a baby course compared to everyone else. Like I think industrial design, the course has only been in South Africa for less than 20 years. No. Or no, something like that. Around, it's been here for years. <laughs> it's, That's been called, it's been called so many different things. It's gone through so many rebrands. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought maybe because it's like a newer yeah, design. Like less than 20 years. But here's the thing, though. It was called, and, uh, so before that, it was called product design. Yeah. And then apps came out, smartphone apps, and then uh, multimedia people were like, wait, 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 we're product designers. And then yeah. product design had to be changed to industrial design. Yeah, just to accommodate uh, them. So that's the thing, though. Product designers or UIX designers, whatever they want to call themselves, came after industrial designers a lot of the research they use is, is industrial design research and most it's of them are ex-industrial industrial designers. designers which is why we can't understand why in south africa you can't become an industrial you can't become a Dude, ux like, designer as an like industrial the, designer the people who who design like the top apps like our instagrams our twitters our like candy crushes and all of those yeah those are like industrial like they literally studied industrial design at the wherever universities around the world yeah. and they got like headhunted to be they're like heads of these teams to create these yeah. apps yeah and south africa's just like no sleeping no <laughs> we always sleep in. i mean i mean waylo even said a fact today waylo, yeah do you want to say the fact uh, I forgot. uh the design just say the design of mario yeah the creator of mario he's actually an industrial designer dude and he's creating and programming those games yeah <laughs> Adam Savage yeah. from Mythbusters was an industrial designer. He's got his own TV show and does, <laughs> I don't know what he does. <laughs> but um, I mean, in, in, in essence, that's what, I'm, that's what we've come to, where no one really understands 
the value or the thinking method that we bring to the table. And this is why they don't necessarily see the value that we bring, even though they eat so much. I guess, I guess on that note, since we're like... On that very sidetrack note. (laughs) We like, well, yeah, and then I don't even know where we (laughs) are. But it was a good good chat. Uh, I like that chat. Um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up. Any final thoughts on like design thinking in your daily life as our topic um, was initially and like <laughs> do you like do you think it's a good thing bad thing like what, what, what yeah. is that? i think sorry to the listeners first for not giving them any daily life ways to use design thinking <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully from our explaining the process you can find ways to apply it um but yeah that's what i think yeah. and it's okay if you see the process differently yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There's, no, there's no one set way of seeing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh as uh, as the process yeah, the link they can go and research. Uh IDEO is always the best bet. They've like done the most research around it. Yeah, IDEO, just such IDEO design thinking. thinking. They've got their own website. There's a lot of material there. They've got a lot of kits and stuff there on as well, if you want to do it for other stuff. Uh yeah. Sanjay? Uh so the one thing that I want to add to this is, uh, as the design the design thinking process goes, it's a very iterative one. And as we've discussed, life is also a bit backwards and forwards. So the, the important thing that I think we forgot to mention is it's important that you okay with failing even in the process yeah. so where some ideas yeah. aren't good. Just remember you are a prototype yourself, so. Yeah. Things things don't always work out and things don't always go the way you plan, but you, you go with the process and you figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Keep working on your prototype. Please can we actually make that a shirt? Like you are a prototype for yourself. R- Rambles in perspective merch coming soon. <laughs> No, no, no. You know how, okay, if we get an email from anyone who's listening, it doesn't even have to say anything. We'll make a list. <laughs> Just for you. We will literally send it directly to you for free. Just our, one email. the costs. Uh, okay. Where can they find us, Uzir? Yeah, on that note. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on also most two social medias instagram and twitter at rambles in perspective and you can listen to our podcast anywhere you like to listen podcast too and yeah bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.